So one of the most difficult things to do is to make the right decision at the right time and have the awareness of the type of decision that you're trying to make. So one of the most difficult things to do as a human is to be decisive, first of all, and to trust yourself to make the right decision in the right moment. Now, the problem with that is most of us are conditioned to make decisions based off of the fact that we believe we might fail or we tend to prepare for the worst. We tend to, we always ask ourselves whenever we're doing something, well, what happens if I fail, right? What comes with everything that failure brings? What am I going to think of myself? How am I going to feel? How are other people going to perceive me when I fail? How are they going to laugh at me? Or are they going to think, you know, I was stupid for making that decision? Or are they going to think that it was just a bad decision? What it is, what is this person doing? So in any scenario where, you know, you're faced with a big decision, the things that subconsciously go through our minds are all of those processes, right? It's the negative processes. It's like the negative feedback loop, which is, well, if I decide to leave a comfortable job to start my own business, well, what happens if I fail? Or what happens if I don't succeed to the level that I want? Those kinds of thoughts scare us, right? And those kinds of thoughts tend to create this self-fulfilling prophecy where instead of going all in on something new, we take a step back or we go half in, we go one foot in or one foot out. And whenever you do something, which is one foot in and one foot out, it's essentially both feet out the door already, right? It doesn't work in any circumstance. Like it doesn't work in business. It doesn't work in losing weight. You can't just be half in and half out when it comes to losing weight and say to yourself, well, you know, I guess I'll be on a diet half the time and, and exercise half the time and the other half of the time, do whatever I want. That's a recipe for failure. That is not going to work in any relationship or marriage. You can't be one foot in and one foot out and expect it to work. You can't sit and say to yourself, well, you know, I am going to be a husband or I'm going to be a wife half the time. And then the other half of the time I'm going to go out and do whatever I want or, you know, have one foot out the door already thinking like, well, I'm already looking for the next person. I'm already looking to get out of this marriage, right? If that's your thought in something, then you've already failed because the negative side of it by default that you're focusing on overrides the positive that can come from it. And so you naturally, so that leads to failure, right? So but the root of that one foot in, one, one foot out comes from believing that we fail to begin with, right? Believing that we are going to fail to begin with. And in fact, I think one of the most powerful questions that you can ask yourself is, what would you be doing in life right now if it was impossible for you to fail, right? And take a moment to really think about that. Like, what would you be doing in your life right now if it was impossible for you to fail, it would be very different, right? You would be making completely different decisions. And when you ask yourself that, when you reframe what you want to do in your life, 
by saying to yourself specifically, what would I be doing in my life if, if it was impossible to fail? That list, and in fact, if you write it down, it's really powerful. That list actually reveals all of the areas in your life where the fear of failure is holding you back. And it's a very powerful exercise to just sit with yourself and say, honestly, if I, if it was impossible for me to fail, what would I be doing in my life right now? And that list looks really different. That list will look very different when you do it. Now, the first time I did it, it was like, it was like a stark contrast, right? And so the reason you do this is because it, it puts a light, it shines a spotlight onto areas in your life that are where you are so subconsciously programmed that you don't even realize you're being held back by your internal beliefs. You're being held back by your own internal belief system. And these are things that are so deep rooted. They're, they're built into our conscious. They're built into our psyche. So then by having that list, you say to yourself, whoa, I would be doing this. I would be starting a business. I would be doing this. I would be traveling here. I would be dating X. I would be trying this, whatever that is for you. Look at your life and say, like, what would I do if it was impossible for me to fail? It is one of the most powerful ways to put aside like in two categories, because I think there's, there's two points to this. There's two points that really help you to overcome that gap, right? Because you have where you are now and where you are now specifically is your life that is as a byproduct of your fear holding you back. That's one area. And then you have a second area, which is, or a second category, which is the life you'd be living if it was impossible for you to fail, right? So now you have, you kind of have one island and you have another island, essentially the island that you're on and the island that you want to be on. And so naturally there's like a bridge, right? There's a bridge between those two islands. And the question is, well, how do I get from the island that I'm stuck on to the island that I actually want to be on? Now, that's where first, that's why I'm, I'm sharing this question with you and turning it into an exercise. Because if you can first set, if you can first shine a light, right? The spotlight is the most important part, which is how different is my life when I, when I can't fail versus everything that I'm held back by my belief of failure. You start to see right away all of the things you have to work on, right? And then, so what do you do, right? So what do you do? You have the island you're on versus the island you want to be on. What do you do from that point in time to start to travel that bridge to get to where you want? Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing that's very powerful about this is the next phase is asking yourself, well, is that really true? Is it really possible that I'm guaranteed failure? Is it really possible that everything I do, I set out and fail, right? Because we tend to like over, we, we tend to make the, we tend to turn this, the story of drama, uh, like the story of failure into a big drama in our mind, which by default stops us. And so there's something called the negativity bias, right? We always focus on the negative. And so if we are sitting like, and think to yourself, right? Whenever you decide that you want to start something new or different, that's out of your comfort zone, that's challenging, whether that's business, whether that's losing weight, whether that's dating, whether that's any category that you can think of, ask yourself, 
ask yourself like, or not, don't even ask yourself, but just pay attention to your thought process. It's like what pops into your mind first. It's like failure, all the different ways this can go wrong. What if my business never, never works, right? What if my exercise plan doesn't work and I don't lose any weight? What if, you know, no one loves me? What if I'm dating and you know, the person doesn't, isn't going to like me or they leave me or they ghost me or whatever it is they do. Notice that thought process in, in your head, how, how loud it is, how prevalent it is and how quickly it starts to uh, sabotage your decision-making and then send you down the path that you don't want to be to where like, instead you start to create all of these stories as to why the failure will become true. And for some of us, and maybe this is true for you also, but you will sit and it's not just like a logical, I will fail. It's a deeper emotional gut feeling that's that you say to yourself, well, I'll fail if I try something new or do these new things or step outside of my comfort zone. You'll say to yourself that you fail and you actually force yourself to live the emotional experience as if it was actually happening, right? Because, you know, the fascinating thing about our brain is that we feel things and we create emotions based off action and reality and thought, right? So we can't determine our brain doesn't determine when it produces emotions, whether or not that scenario is created in our head, or if it was actually reality that happened to us. And by focusing on the negative and thinking of all of those things, we are effectively creating for ourselves negative emotions that come with starting something new that validate the fear of failure, right? And the, the problem with that is that really what our reality is, is our emotional experience, right? So, you know, the quality of your life is directly proportional to the emotions that you allow yourself to experience on a daily basis. So if you're thinking of doing anything new or stepping outside of your comfort zone, whatever that is, and you start to re and you start to immediately go to failure and re play failure in your mind to the point where your body is physically producing emotions and acting and feeling as if that was already real, you're making that happen, right? And so the reframe, which is very powerful, is instead of asking yourself the question, well, what happens if I fail in my head? Reframe the question in another way, which is, well, what happens if I succeed? What would happen if I succeed at this, right? And instead of going to the negative, look at every possible area in your life that you want to change or look at every possible new thing you want to accomplish. Again, business, fitness, relationships, anything else you can possibly think of and say, well, what happens if I succeed? What does my life look like if I succeed? And the more you think about that, the more you start to reconnect with the the reason why the idea popped into your head to begin with. Because when an idea pops into our head for something new we want to do, the reason it pops into our head and the reason we get excited for it is because we go to the positive. We think of the positive outcomes that can happen as a result of that new thing. But then when it comes to putting it into practice, we go to the negative side then, and we start to play those emotions, the emotions associated with failure. And those emotions stop us from physically doing the thing that we want to do. So you have to reframe the question and say to yourself, well, what happens if I do succeed?
and allow yourself to feel the emotions of what success looks like, right? Because most of the time we, unless we're setting out to do something that's like damn near impossible, but most things that we do in our life, we tend to, we tend to make failure really big and we tend to make success really small. So we tend to approach like, this is the way I've always heard it, which is whenever we have to step outside of our comfort zone for anything, or whenever we're starting something new, we tend to look at success and failure like a dartboard and that, you know, success only looks like the bullseye and everything else is failure. So then if you look at a dartboard, the bullseye is really small and the rest of the board is really big. So that's the way we look at success and failure. We say success is the bullseye and then failure is the rest of the board. So of course there, of course we now believe we're going to fail, but if we can flip that and say, well, failure looks like the bullseye and success looks like anywhere else on the dartboard, that's a much better way of looking at whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Because in the game of darts, you don't, you can, you can score, you can hit the bullseye and still lose. You score points as long as you get darts on the board, right? So that's important to realize that, you know, anything you want to accomplish, anything you want to do, success ultimately comes from the act of continuously trying, right? It's like the more you try and the more you commit to not giving up, the more and more success is likely guaranteed. But truly in anything, the only way we can fail is by saying to ourselves, I give up in this moment. I give up. I can't do it anymore. I give up too early, right? And that's, that's what most of us do. We give up too early. And that's what stops us from doing those things, right? And so when you look back at it, you say to yourself, all right, let's do a couple of reframes. Number one, ask yourself the question, in order to identify what I have to do, how I can change my life, ask. Well, because this actually pulls you into the actual life you want to live, what would I be doing in life if it was, if it was impossible for me to fail? Naturally, by answering that question, it will highlight the bridge between the islands of where you are versus where you want to be. And then also, probably in the act of answering that question, you've just answered indirectly what you believe your dream life is or the life that you deserve you should be living or you want to live inside, right? So that does that. And then instead of, and instead of looking at everything as instead of being defensive and everything and looking at all the different ways you can fail, instead ask yourself, how are all the different ways that I can succeed? Right? So that way, that way you have the reframe and you start looking at the positive side of things, which actually motivates you to take action. Now, the next side of it, I think, which is also really powerful is that if you look at the side, if you look at the column of the life that you want to live and the things you would do if it was impossible to fail, the way that you can look at this to empower yourself is realize the only reason why you aren't living the life that you want to live or doing the things that you want to do is because you lack the skills necessary in order to make it happen. So if you break everything down into life, if you break everything down in your life, it boils down to building skills. It boils down to developing yourself. It boils down to making yourself sharper, making yourself better, learning more, opening up your mind 
to expansion and the possibility that you can improve, right? So this is, I, I've done a lot of podcasts on this, but this is the, this is the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset thing, which is approach things with a growth mindset so that you do believe you can change. And as a result of approaching things with that mindset, it opens you up to learning new skills. Because the reality is, is if you look at the things now in that column that you want to do, which you believe the life that you want to live actually is in that column on the good island, on the island you want to be on, if you look at all those things, well, then ask yourself the next question. If I had the skills to do everything that I wanted to do that are on that island that I want to accomplish, would I be doing it? Yes. Right? So understand that it's all in your control and understand that spending your life developing skills to better yourself is how you close that gap, right? It's how you close the gap between living the life that you have now versus living the life that you want to be, right? And that's the difference between top performers. That's the difference between successful people and non-successful people is they believe very simply that their life is in their full control. And then if they don't have the skills, they can build the skills right? And that everything is learnable. Everything is trainable. Everything is teachable. And that that gap is the exact reason why you aren't where you want to be. So it comes down to simply skills. That's all it is, is just skills. And so the more you make that list and the more it becomes apparent to you, the more likely you are to succeed and the more likely you are to reach it. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that today on the show. So that's all I've got for you on today's show. Again, if you're enjoying the show and you're learning a lot from it, the only way this show grows is by you taking the time to share it with someone who you think can benefit or taking some time to leave a review. So my one ask is that if you are benefiting from the show in any way, please do take some time to share it and please do take some time to leave a review. That helps to get more people to see the show it helps the algorithm essentially for more people to see the show and find the show and naturally helps it grow and to help more people out along the way okay so that's all i've got for you on today's show have a good rest of your day and i'll talk to you soon